Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's crisp, but maybe that's why. But I mean, you said you're coming through fine. Okay. I, I, I think I'm on uh, my Ethernet. My Wi-Fi is still on, but it should default to to my right. Chain. That's what happens with me. I, I just just turn my Wi-Fi off, otherwise it just doesn't. Yeah, which is what I normally do. Because I told it started everything, and I, it's on my Wi-Fi. Normally, I have it turned off, but I've already started everything, so oh. I don't want to just flick off my Wi-Fi now and break everything. Oh, I see. It'll be I'm, fine. I'm pretty sure I am, and I'm not getting any weird numbers. I mean. Yeah, let's know if the stream's lagging, if anyone's actually in here. Um, okay. And after, I had a look last week at the, at the show as well when I, um, yeah, after the point that I adjusted setting. my audio settings. Yeah, it seemed fine after that. Why'd you turn that on and then not mention anything? I, I did it ages ago and I just, I don't know, because like for the, for the first 50 episodes I had that on and then I was like, oh, this is probably stupid. I'll turn it, like automatic stuff, I'll just turn it off. And then I turned it back on because it was fine in the first... I don't know, man. I just thought it'd be fine. Um, guess yeah, I'm wrong. It was, it was weird. do that again. Because, because it, it, if you told me you did that, like, a couple of weeks ago, you were like, hey, I turned this setting on. Just, you know, FYI. Let me know if it sounds any better or any worse. Then I could have pinpointed that that was the issue. You just, you just turn it on and said nothing. So I, I think it's like... <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't know, man. Flicked on your end. Lapse in judgment. Um, um, right. Okay, you're on chat duty if that's a gay again. Yeah, my mic's kind of covering it, but it should be fine. Yeah. Uh, well, this is cool. The back of my pen works on my iPhone. It is kind of cool. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. You got one of those <laughs> iPhone pens. Nice. I guess so. It's from one of my old jobs. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, that's strange. That's pretty high, man. A bit of a poggers moment. I I would say so. (laughs) Uh, All right, should we get the show on the road? Uh, yeah, yeah, can do. I think we're all good. Good to go. Uh, I could intro jingle. Yes, please. All right, go, go, go. Great. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the ninetieth episode of the Quick Resume Podcast. We've got a lot for you today, you know. There's been developments with ABK. Well, when isn't there? But the actual ones this time, you know, ones of actual importance. Um, uh, you know, will, will the EU pass it? Will Xbox be sold off? That was a funny thing that happened as well. Probably won't talk about that because it's kind of overdone at this point. But that was a funny conversation, like that went around. I don't know. Maybe we will. Um, are Fable and Hellblade not? No, not Hellblade. Fable and Perfect Dark not coming until 2025. These are all very interesting topics you know if you're an xbox fan you're probably on the verge of um you know <laughs> throwing yourself into the abyss like the rest of us you know so welcome you know to this happy show uh, my name is deck um that's tim over there hi, hi everyone 
Hi. Um, and we'll be with you hopefully for the next uh, sort of hour and a half to chat you through all of this good good stuff. Tim, mm-hmm. uh, how's it going, man? What's, uh, what's 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 happening? How's it hanging? Uh, yes, it's hanging all right, man. It's it's pretty good. Uh, can't complain from my end. I found a little bit more time to uh, to play some video games this week. Um, just work's just been yeah. kind of slamming me the last couple of weeks, and got the game Yo. back late, and not in that way. So I'm worried. It's all ethical. It's not illegal. Um, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I've just been getting yeah, slamming, and then sort of cooking, and you know those sort of evenings. where by the time you've you've finished eating, you look at your phone, and it's nine o'clock, and your heart just fucking yeah, you're like, <laughs> and you're like, I guess I wake up and do the same thing tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've been going <laughs> through myself to the wood chipper. <laughs> Only I had a wood chipper. It'd be the easy way out. Um, yeah. I think that is the easy way out. <laughs> I think that's it's, very difficult no, that's and painful. An easy way out. No, it's not. You die very quickly <laughs> you think? if you yourself into a Oh, you're just going to go in head first? Yeah. Why would I you think? eat first? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I guess it's quite a scary thought. It's scary. What if it like jams, though? Eat first. Oh, I mean, I guess. Yeah, but what if you, if you change your mind? First, yeah, exactly. If it jams, it's not going to jam you... on the first slice through your brain, is it? You're dead. <laughs> it might do. Depends. It depends what's going on up there, you know. I have got quite a dense brain that the blade might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what my dad always said. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing like new. To be honest, I I, I haven't really playing anything new. I've just been playing Midnight Suns um, and um, a little bit of Overwatch as well. We we played a little bit of Overwatch last night. Got some rank done. Um, that's about it. Yeah, it I haven't got round to um, playing that new game that dropped into Games Pass this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to because it's being reviewed pretty well. Another shit hot game right right out, 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 out of the gates into Games Pass for Xbox. It's been a pretty crazy couple of months mm. to start the year for Games Pass. Yes. Um, no yeah, doubt, it's been it's been pretty bonkers. So, uh, but yeah, I assume you're talking about Wo Long, yeah? Yeah, talking about Wo Long. Yeah, yeah. Wo Long. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, because that literally came out uh, literally like a few days ago. Did it come out on the Tuesday? I think. I don't know. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think it did. But yeah, so I do want to get around to that possibly today because I don't think I'm um, mm. doing too much after this podcast. I do need to do some work stuff. Um, macbook related hopefully i can sort that out and finally get your macbook um yes but yes so that's um that's basically be me this week yeah and also hi hi wacking um hello oh hi wacking i hope you're doing hi buddy um yeah but yeah what uh what about you doing about you i've been playing last of us part two and overwatch that's it that's been that's been me um I don't know if I, I... I just tweeted before the show because I was playing that last night and I was thinking this, like, um, the audio design in that game is, is off the charts. It's, yeah. like, incredible. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I don't know if it's the mixing or if it's just because some of the... Because the design is very authentic, but there are times where, like, everything's fine, everybody's speaking fine, like, all the volume seems fine, and then I fire a gunshot and I, like, shit myself. I, like, pull the trigger and I'm like, I scare myself. <laughs> I guess I'm like, the gunshot was just so loud. It, like, 
burrowed into my ears. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like that's it's just good sound design, right? Because a gun would do that. Maybe. In life. Like, guns literally are that loud. You have to wear, like, fucking well, earplugs and shit when you use guns. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know if it's intentional because, I mean, if every game did that, it would be deaf by now. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or worse. Um, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, I've been playing Overwatch, <laughs> uh, which has been good. I need to finish that battle pass. Um, what level are you out of interest? How far behind am I? I'm like 55. Oh, shit. I'm like 11. How'd you get to 55? I swear it only came out like like a couple weeks ago. It's, it's been like a month. It's, I mean, our other, our other friends are like 70. Or sixty something. Um, Damn. Uh, I've just been logging on when I can for a couple of games, like on a daily basis. Mm. You know, you know how it works. You know how they get you. You know, get you on the treadmill, force you onto games you don't want to play, and that fun stuff. It's true. Yeah, I do need to get in a habit of doing that, even if it's just for a couple games. Um, because I yeah, do want to finish that battle pass, doing. even if I have to potentially pay my way to the last few bits. I just kind of, I, I do want that skin. I'll regret it if I don't. He needs it. Yeah. Like yeah. That's sad, man. Um, yeah, so uh, nothing more to report, really, than what we covered last week. Um, for the for the listeners and our watchers, uh, yeah, hi. Um, we are going to try and condense the show a little bit today. Um, we've got a normal amount of news, I would say, maybe even quite a busy week. But we're just going to try and keep it like sort of an hour and a half. Try not to go over that. So as we're coming up to the hour mark, we'll probably start trying to wrap things up. Um, the reason is for that is, you know, we want to keep the show entertaining and we want to feel like we're flowing well. And there is a point around hour and a half mark where we do start to like slip and we just start to, you know, fall into motions and it doesn't really play to our strengths. Um, not that we're fucking comedians or anything, but we're at our best. I think when, when we're still focused, so we're just going to try that out and we'll, we'll see how we get on. <laughs> yeah. I'd say like after like the hour 30 mark, my responses just start to become just, noises grunts or yeses or mm -hmm, yeah, <laughs> i agree you know like yeah. I, I stopped actually, no, i stopped actually thinking about stuff a little bit you know but yeah we'll we'll, yeah. we'll sort of see how it goes but yeah yeah at which point i'm on my sixth abk store and i'm like please i need a break yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> say something anything talk Longer about pizza shows better shows says Joaquin. Yeah, I, I mean, I, well, I I do tend to agree, but I think an hour and a half is a pretty healthy length for a podcast. I th I I feel like going into the two plus hour territory and and talking about stuff in detail is a bit is a bit crazy because uh, you also got to bear in mind that a lot a lot of other podcasts do have like more than two people and stuff like that, and that last longer. Uh, they have like four people yeah. or, or three right. people. So there's a lot more people to bounce off and a lot more things to go around. So naturally you get more of a break between like what you're saying as well when someone else is talking. So that's why those go on a bit longer. But it's just the two of us. So but yeah. Chug some coffee, Wacky <laughs> said. <laughs> I mean he's not wrong. I mean he's I not wrong, is he? But, you know. <laughs> so Jesus. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, we'll give it a go. You know, we're, we're in the experimental phase. I mean, it's pretty funny to say that at episode 90, but, you know, it's small fry stuff here over here at the Quick Resume podcast. Uh, so, but I guess, like, the thing is, like, a lot of other podcasts do go on for a long period of time. And that's, I listen to a lot of those podcasts for, you know, over a couple of days or whatever. Um, and I just don't think that that's an area we excel in 
going on for those, you know. So we'll see. Um, I mean, if we could, if we, if the two of us had more time, I'm sure we'd do two, maybe two things a week. Mm. Um, and maybe further down the road, you know, we could do two shorter shows um, where one is a bit more of like a catch up and conversational you know about what we're playing and what we're thinking and then the other is like an xbox more of show you know so we'll see we're just throwing around ideas at the moment Joaquin. but we did move the show late for you so you know you, you do owe us one yeah to be He's fair saying rand and jez do four hours and they're two people they do mental do it. yeah it's not a full time you know what <laughs> i'm done with this one <laughs> another word out of you you get no you get a timeout yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, it, you know, it, it depends on life circumstances. And like, obviously, Jez works for Windows Central. So he he kind of has at, like he doesn't have to put as much effort into like note taking that, that I do throughout the week and mm. and things like that. So it, it really does add up for people who aren't, you know, just trying to who are just trying to do it. But like I say, it's fine. It's fine. No, nobody needs to panic. We're not going anywhere. Mm. 90 episodes. You know, it's a long time. Actually, I got a pop up on the on the and uh, analytics part of the channel saying that it's the channel's birthday today, or maybe yesterday. Oh, okay, what's that? Well, that confused me a bit. I, mean, I guess maybe that's two years. Yeah, I was about to say it can't be one year. It must be two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Because how many well, weeks already we've been doing this? Fifty something. Fifty-two. Fifty-four. Fifty-four. It's, it's like 50. mid fifties. It's something like that. Um, it's 52 which makes sense because we've missed episodes here and there you know to through life yes yeah, that's so right it does make sense it's probably about two years yeah <clears throat> all right well i've got I've, I've got a lot of honorable mentions you know how i like to structure this so we've got honorable mentions which are things which i don't feel like we need big discussions about but if we do that's fine and then we've got the bigger news that's more directly xbox related first tim probably one of the biggest things of the week elden ring dlc got announced you see this shadow of the earth tree i did yeah yeah it was good yeah it's nice to get like a little nice bit um, of concept art yeah yeah a little bit of like a yeah i guess because the other one was like a pvp update right this is like a pve like it's like almost i don't don't it's like a page but yeah yeah it's like it's like what they used to do in the uh previous dark souls games like the ashes of ariandel and all that sort of stuff you know uh and they yo they what my man just remembers it. My man just has this ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> Ashes of Ariendel. Yeah. Um, That's why I keep you around. They tend to be like bangers. Um, they re- they make really good yes. like expansions and stuff like that. I mean, some of the best bosses I've ever fought um, have come from the, the DLCs um, on top of these sort of games. Um, so yeah, it's pretty yes. exciting. Yeah, um, and it might it, it it might give me the uh, the kick to come back. Um, and not to mention they'll come with a slew of new spells and shit like that and weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, be really interesting. Well, definitely. Mm, yeah, I, I was going to say, it's nice for those of us who, who have completed Elden Ring, you know. Um... So, yeah, 90 episodes, going strong, but this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I must. I think I drive. I think I drive you to say that like every week at one point. Yeah, yeah I'd be a high fi rush. You're proud of me? No, I am actually. I actually am proud of you. I and didn't I think you would finish that. So. Yeah, no, I believe that. I can see that game's doing things to you. It's doing things to your your soul. It's great. I want to buy things. I want to buy more characters on it. Mm. 
Uh, Joaquin said, oh, I managed to get YouTube up, so hopefully I'm not lagging. Also, hopefully my audio is all sounding good, all cut, not cutting. We'll see. Uh, you see Henderson said he expects the DLC to launch after Armored Core. Strange to announce DLC so early. Yeah, man. Um, I, I still think, I think this deal, because our friends said this in our WhatsApp group, but I think this is a 2023 thing. Well, Armored Core, supposedly, I think, what they said, summer? No, holiday? S September? I can't remember. It's that window. Um, so I, I, I reckon... The Elden Ring expansion could be ho like holiday. Um, I'd be surprised if it's next year. I don't know. It just seems like a long mm. delay between announcement and release, especially for yeah. FromSoft, who are quite good with schedules usually. Like, yeah, that, yeah, I'm pretty sure this DLC will come out this year. Yeah, yeah. Very surprised if it doesn't. Mm. Okay, uh, next thing, Tim, uh, this is a little thing. Outer Worlds are doing sort of a Game of the Year edition, um, I, and I wanted to speak about this because obviously, technically, this is the first part of release. <laughs> hey, technically. Is hey. it? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Add it to the, add it to the, the list wars, yeah. Spacious, spacious choice edition. I guess if, like, Sony counts all their fucking editions of, like, Ghost of Tsushima and all that kind That's of right. stuff. That's right. That's it. Their own releases, I guess this technically is as well, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, and so you know, it it comes with what? Well, so, so the wrinkle is that it's still being published by Private Division, who you know they they published it back in the day. So they're charging full price for it, which sucks. So it's like a full paid enhanced edition, you know. But it comes with a level cap increase, like a full. It looks very nice. The the, the trailer they had it was like a nice visual upgrade. Um, uh obviously the two dlcs and some other additional stuff in there as well but it's just like man if xbox owned this they'd have just done that for free yeah and i know that in my heart and it's weird that it's, it's not even like tied to games pass because that's technically not free as well like because you pay for games pass so it's even weirder that it's just not even tied to that in some way it's just straight up just you, you buy it or you don't have it like, that, that is kind of hard yeah like like I said, it, it's it's the private division. Mm. It's because they're, it's technically their game. Like Outer Worlds Two will be an Xbox Game Studios game, but this is still technically owned by private division. So they're just doing that because they want to generate more money. But it's it's just one of those things that um, yeah does suck. Yeah, that does suck a little bit. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush hits two million players and it gets a photo mode. Um, thoughts. Mm uh doesn't surprise me and great like that game is very pretty um there actually genuinely were a couple moments where i was like i could use a photo mode here because I, I do tend to yeah. um I, I i pop into a photo mode every now and again on games uh, mm -hmm, i did mm -hmm. it on valhalla a yeah. little bit um i did it on final fantasy 7 um i did it on where else did i use photo mode on something quite recent I can't remember what it was, but yeah, regardless, I do tend to pop into these things if the game is not pretty. Midnight Suns. The, no, not Midnight. I wouldn't want to take a picture of that game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not, I don't know. Not the prettiest. It might be an Elden Ring, yeah. Um, Does that have a photo mode? So, yeah, that's pretty cool. And yeah, the 2 million players just doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, the, you know, the game's just a fucking banger. And um, yeah. It, it deserves every single one of those players. It's really, really good. I, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't know if I'm, if I'm like silly or naive or I don't know. I, I It feels like a low number to me. I don't know. I know it hasn't been out that long and I know it was a shadow drop. I get it. 
and I know it's on PC cup of tea. Like I said, like rhythm games isn't. You know, we had this discussion when you were talking about mascot and making this like a real. Uh, And I had this exact argument where I just don't feel like I still feel like the genre itself is (sighs) is relatively niche. Um, So it's not. That's it. Kind of bums me out. That's right, and it's not. It doesn't bum me out because you were right. I mean, but I think you are. I, I, I do think maybe I overestimated the popularity, um, you, you know, of of Hi-Fi Rush. Um, but it, it's hard to say. Like I said, if if this was a traditional release with a marketing cycle, those numbers likely would have been higher. And you know, maybe a, a sequel would bring it into the mainstream. But I think there have been games like that. I, I I'm struggling to think of any off the top of my head. I mean, I guess maybe Elden Ring, where like Souls games have been quite niche. And then Elden Ring's the one that kind of cracked that open and, yeah. it, you know, got big. So maybe like sequels could do that. But I guess, I don't know, Hi-Fi Rush struck me as qu- a quite an accessible game in a number of ways. And I thought it would be something that would be really embraced by not just gamers, but like the Xbox community in particular. It doesn't look like it has been. Like, I'm look- even when I ask our friends, you know, is it just a broad anecdote? A lot of them, one of them started it, hasn't finished yet, and I think that's it. Nobody else has yeah, played it or really it. intends to. Mm. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, that's so wild to me. Like, in terms of quality, this is like already a game of the year contender. I don't know. Mm. And none of them are particularly opposed to rhythm games. It's just like, just a bit of a, uh, I don't know, a shrug. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um, but yeah i don't know man when you were talking about all the like the marketing lead up and everything like that i i i think even though this was a shadow drop i feel like it literally just shot to the forefront of of like the internet for so long and and anyone xbox was having this slammed in their face and you couldn't avoid it uh i think it probably the outreach of it having a shadow drop um and being as good as it is was probably higher than any of the outreach it would have had with months leading up to a, a launch in my opinion um i just i just think maybe this is the sort of number these games hit it's just not it's just not as mainstream as you you would like or would hope um it's still a very high number i just it, it's not gonna get you know it's not gonna get cod numbers it's not gonna get assassin's creed numbers it's not going to reach any of these so even if it is free if it does drop into games party but it is 90 plus it's just one of those things i guess that's just so depressing and there are so many people out there that are they have to have hyper realistic graphics they look at a trailer that's and they it. see a game like that and they're like, not not for me you know they won't even give a shit if it's a good game so yeah. many gamers are like that so yeah you know that exactly. you just don't you know um, I th- I think for what it is, I do agree that the number is relatively low. But I think for what it is and the, the game genre and the game style and everything like that, I genuinely think that's a pretty high number um, when you take all that into account. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like it's additionally low because it's not sales, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I kind of just would have expected it to be a bit higher, but yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, yeah, it does just stress me out for the reasons you just listed that I think like a lot of people are just like, yeah, there's just this big contingent of of like core gamers that will not really touch a single player game, like you said, unless it's unless it's a Last of Us or God of War clone, essentially. Mm-hmm. Horizon, a third person action adventure game with story elements and cutscenes and, and you know, and maybe art some light RPG elements, you know. Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, it does just stress me out. Right, I'm just going to plug my Mac in. That's okay. Uh, hopefully, I don't unplug anything that doesn't need to be unplugged. Okay, One million creations in um, George. I did it. I read off the net. That's it, man. <laughs> oh, you're so fucking good. You're such a good co-host, man. Thanks. I love having you here. <laughs> I love being here. Uh, yeah, good. I don't really know where to go from there, though. <laughs> I mean, it's been one million creations of Forge. Fan, fan oh my god, what's happening? Oh, you're starting to lag. Am I, am I still here? You're here. Yeah, you're just kind of lagging a little bit. Did you, like, unplug your your like Ethernet or something by mistake? It, no, it's in my, no, 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 my HDMI wiggled and it fucking... Oh, god damn it, I should have... You're fine, you're back. Stop yeah, I haven't it. plugged it. I'm gonna fiddle, man. I, I well, look. This is the. I'm, I'm gonna leave it for, for now. Maybe we'll get through the show without any um, without my Mac running out of battery. Uh, yeah, Woman in Creations and Forge. That's great. That's good. Um, I guess. I I, mean, I guess maybe the, it sort of ties into the conversation around um, like some of the Forge generated maps and how those are being added into Halo. Um, I I, I am a bit underwhelmed with how I, I guess maybe little permanence Forge has had into into core gaming a bit. I mean, how are you feeling about Forge? Um, yeah, I don't really know. I haven't been in it. I haven't really played anything in it, and I haven't really seen much floating about uh, the internet about it. Um, is this just a fad that's caught in the past? Find out. Subscribe and find out. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, this is really sounding like a, the David Attenborough of the video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mm. um, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. it's two schools of thought, right? It's either the idea that Halo Infinite doesn't have a big player base and therefore it hasn't been catalyzed as well as maybe it could have, or Forge is... It may be not as popular as it once was, you know, back in the day. And I've been saying this for years that, like, back in the day, it was a, it was a novelty to be able to create mini games and play them with your friends. Mm. Now, mini games exist. You know, I, I know you had things like um, Fusion Frenzy, but they were kind of like local games, and you know, they were they were also <sighs> very rare. Whereas now, you have loads of like, for example, Game Pass game party games. Like, you don't have to go into halo especially if nobody has it installed you know the massive you don't have to just have that there so that's the other you know the other school of thought that maybe actually like tim said you know maybe it's just not as popular as it was because it was just it came out at a good time in halo 3 you know it was a perfect lightning in a bottle moment yeah yeah i think in all honesty i think it's a little bit of both um i think halo is struggling for players um at the moment uh and just hitting high numbers in any regard whether it's in multiplayer or forge um and i do think i i genuinely think it is just a little bit in the past um that sort of thing because i feel like all those gamers that love forge back in the day and spent hours in it creating stuff playing it and mucking around with their friends all that generation is now old they have jobs, they have kids. They do not have time to just sit and make Forge maps anymore. 
And I think this sort of thing might be lost on the newer generation as well of gamers that just it doesn't really appeal to them. I feel like gamers' attention span is getting lower and lower. I feel like it's very... You're not going to really find that many people that are just going to want to stay and create things in Forge for five hours. Um, it's it's kind of a weird, weird game mode now, um, in my opinion. Um, so I do think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess um, I guess we'll see, especially as we move into season three. You know, Forge is still technically in beta. It's very good. You know, none of us none of us are disputing that it's a very powerful mm. tool. Um, but I even think about you know game creation games like Dreams. You know, that's on the on the PlayStation, and that's super powerful. But again, like how niche, how popular is that really? You know, yeah. um, and, and really, I think it's. It, <sighs> Most people don't play Forge. Most people play custom games. You know, when we're yeah. talking about Forge, I think that's really what we mean. You know, because yeah. there are still some hyper uh, committed people that are spending a lot of time in Forge and making some amazing things. You know, some of those maps are literally in the game, and they're really good maps, and they they look great, and they play great. Um, and even beyond that, for some of the custom games are are quite good, but I don't think I haven't seen all that much great stuff on the custom side like i've seen some cool stuff some of it isn't working properly so again maybe it's because it's in, in sort of the beta level and maybe it's because like you said also and maybe until season three the game's gonna have a bit of a, a low population um mm. for now yeah okay uh sea of thieves you haven't talked about sea of thieves in a while um oh. it's the fifth anniversary coming up um on uh, today yeah today wow um <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's a, there's a preview for season nine as well. So supposedly there's quite a, a lot of um, cool stuff crammed in there. Usually I know because I like keep on top of like the insider stuff. Um, mm. You know, but I haven't done that for a while with Sea of Thieves. So um, I just trust the team know what they're doing. Sea of Thieves, sea of Thieves got into, I think we spoke about this, but Sea of Thieves got into the top 20 again, like two weeks ago on Steam. Yeah. Bonkers. For a game that everybody called dead. Yeah. And five years later, it's still in. It still cracks the top twenty um, every now and again. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we've we've said it many times uh, on the show and just off air as well. It's just the the turnaround that game has had has been absolutely ridiculous. Um, and um, yeah, I'm really happy for it that it's it, it continues to to be great and to add new things. Um, we've come back um, quite a few times um, across seasons. You know, be interesting to see if this could potentially pull us back. Um, I think mm -hmm. I think 2023 is is a pretty stacked year, so I can't. I don't <laughs> yeah. think I can see myself coming back to see a thieves, but um, it is always a great time. Plus, it's kind of only me and Deck and our friend group that actually enjoy sea of thieves really so um yeah we struggle to get a uh, a full galleon of people so yeah <laughs> yeah that's all right so sleep life is the best life anyway yeah. love sleep life. uh very very quickly we should have ghostwire tokyo soon tim i know you probably you probably didn't plan for this in your backlog did you but i uh, no. surprise uh no official announcements but it's coming i think uh joaquin will know someone in the chat will know um that the uh you know, the year is coming up in March, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it's early April. Um, so I just wanted to quickly name drop that and ask, how, like, will you be playing this? Yeah. <laughs> or is this kind of, is this going to get pushed backwards? Yeah, yeah, I think I'll play this, yeah. Um, I think this would have been a toss-up for me between... Um, if Atomic Heart did a bit better, I probably would have picked that up instead. But with, with how Atomic Heart's been received, which isn't bad, don't get me wrong. But I feel like if I'm going to play a single-player kind of action-y driven game like that 
Um, I'm probably going to go with Ghostwire now. Um, even though their review scores were actually probably very similar for like mid to low 70s, um, come to think about it. Ghostwire ended up 77. 77, okay. Um, but yeah. no, it always really interested me, this game. Um, so I think I will be giving it a go. Yes. Quite excited. Yeah, I think I will as well. Yeah. Um, it's again, another another Tango game. Bethesda mm. coming in clutch this year, like for real. Yeah. <laughs> Hi-Fi, Ghostwire, Red, uh, Redfall, Starfield. Yeah, it's a big year for them. Maybe something else. Who knows? Finally, you know. Yeah. Uh, Diablo, I put Diablo 3 there. Diablo 4. Uh, the recent trailer, so this is just a weird thing. The recent trailer had a like special customized Xbox logo in the splash screen of the game. Mm. Um, and I don't know if we've like confirmed that Diablo 4 has marketing for that if Xbox has marketing for Diablo 4. I, I get the sense that they do, but it was just a bit like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, hmm. <laughs> like, what, what do you think about that? Like, um, it was like a proper animated, like, X, flaming Xbox logo. Yeah, yeah, I saw it, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a little sus. Um, <laughs> do, 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 I think... Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's just like a little <laughs> massive nudge to just be like, yeah, this is this is going through, or like confidence on Xbox's side or something like that, or, or or whether or not you know the deal goes through or not, there's plans for Xbox to do something with it anyway, like purchase mm-hmm. the marketing rights or like just do something with it, you know, like Sony do with their games, just money hat it basically, um, regardless of the deal. Maybe there's some sort of contingency there. Um, but yeah, no, I also uh, I also noticed there was like something about like pre-ordering it and getting access to an early beta. And I was wondering how that's going to yes. work if it potentially drops into Games Pass. I don't know if this this could be a Games Pass game depending on how everything goes through, right? So how's that going to work in getting access to the early beta? That'd be quite interesting. Maybe that's something they might amend. Well, you would... What do you mean, if, as if, if people buy it and then the game drops into Game Pass? Yeah, like surely if we if the deal goes through or something like that, this would be a Game Pass game, right? I mean, that's never been yes, confirmed. Yeah, but like they've no, said that you have to pre-order the game to get the the beta, um, the open beta, I think. So, so there's there's two betas. There's a close it. and an open. Okay. Um, halfway through March, I think it's um. So there's a, there's a week of closed followed by a week of open. So everybody can play on the second week, but you get obviously get two uh, in a row if, if you've done the problem. Um, but I, I think this is an interesting point of like, this is in such a, like the, the release for Diablo 3 is such a difficult window. Was this like 6th of June, isn't Four. it? Yeah. You keep saying three. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, Diablo 4. Sorry, that's wrong with me. Um, like that's such a difficult window. Like if, if it had been pushed back a couple of months, I think they'd be okay. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, like the complications and logistical problems, like there's only a couple of games I can think of that had really late Game Pass announcements. I think Back for Blood was maybe one. Outriders, I remember, was one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not unheard of for them to just drop it late because that's when the negotiations came together. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a big game like Diablo, like they're, they're not going to be able to release it and then put it into Game Pass straight afterwards like that creates a lot of logistical problems especially yeah. if it's close do you know what i mean like yeah 
yeah it's it's just it's kind of in a weird like limbo area at the moment and i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of a lot of gamers are quite confused about what's happening with it and they're kind of waiting to see what's going on with the deal to see whether or not they should you know buy it or wait or if it's games pass or something like that um it's a little bit weird it'd be interesting to see if it if it hurts the game's you know sales or like traction or something like that it'd be be quite interesting Mm. to see um because yeah i'm not sure about it i'm literally like what the fuck's going on (laughs) like yeah yeah yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird one um but yeah, no, I'm definitely excited to uh, to get my hands on that um, on that beta for sure and give that a whirl. Um, and yeah, it'd be interesting. I think I think Xbox are going to have something to do with Diablo, um, whether or not the deal goes through or not. Um, I think um, or Blizzard itself. But yes. Yeah, we'll see. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we, um, we will have to see. Uh, it would be. The thing is, I, I think they're going to have to organize a deal independent of the acquisition to make this happen. But then I like it. That's really dangerous, I think, because technically the companies aren't allowed to collude before acquisition. So they'd have to be really careful in making sure that this was this was like an independent deal rather than something that would have happened, wouldn't have happened. No. Something that wouldn't have happened without the acquisition. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe that's why. Maybe you know they're just trying to make sure that's all wrinkled because yeah, it got it. It'd be a nightmare. Like I just don't think it would get added to Game Pass for a while if the acquisition like got put through like a week after the release. I think yeah. like they'd, just, they'd be like the optics are too bad. We can we're not sorting out like a a whole refund program for everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it it could be quite an awkward one, and yeah, if that does happen, I think they're just gonna have to, yeah, just sit on it. People will just have to sort of buy it, and then they'll have to add it to Games Pass in like a year's time. Otherwise, yeah, it's just gonna make everyone who pre-ordered it as a result of not knowing. It's just gonna absolutely rage. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, here's a here's a bit of um troglodyte fanboy rhetoric for you. Oh, let's go. Destiny Lightfall, currently a mixed 29% on Steam at the time of writing. Wow. Is PlayStation killing Bungie? Yes. Is, is PlayStation destroying the legacy of our beloved Bungie? It's funny you should say that, Dave. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, so what? What's mm-hmm. you mentioned the Steam score? What's the like? Uh, what's the overall like open critic on it? Like, how's it being reviewed on like? across all platforms uh, that's i don't know actually um, <laughs> i haven't looked all i, I also saw on on ign that their re, their review in progress was a five out of ten. Ooh. uh a light full open i imagine it's just in the seven like low 70s <laughs> yeah it, doesn't it hasn't got a full score yet open critic. uh yeah, not really a full score yet, no. Why is it all, like, weird? Never seen, like, the page look oh. like this. Um, but, yeah, basically, uh, it's, like, 4 out of 5, an 8 out of 10 for someone, and then someone else gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, so not bad so far, but but yeah, the sentiment, the, the, the user sentiment is quite bad to mix. Okay, yeah. 
Um, which is weird because I thought it looked kind of very, um, very interesting um, with with what they were coming out with with the new um, powers yeah. and you know finally actually you know revealing that enemy they're in like the pyramid ships you know it's like those white people i think oh yo <laughs> <laughs> they basically got like am pale, i right there's like pale white skin um quick resume podcast goes woke <laughs> right um jesus man i didn't realize how i said it until i said it uh but yeah so it's um yeah, it looked quite interesting, and I think their last few expansions have been pretty, have been certified bangers. I'm pretty sure the community's loved it, and the game's been on like a, a pretty, a pretty decent high for mm-hmm. for quite a while. Um, so yeah, it's quite interesting to see because this is the first one they've released under the umbrella of Sony, right? Or is or is the how long has Sony uh, owned ooh. Bungie for? That's a good question. I think this is the first one. I think that's why I, I made this joke in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely quite interesting. I, I don't, you know, uh, trolling aside, I don't think that's anything to do with it. <laughs> I just think it definitely have released no. really poor expansions before as well. Um, so <laughs> yeah. actually, I'm pretty sure was it was it Destiny Two that had like the light of Osiris and all that sort of stuff. I think it was, wasn't it? It's Destiny Two. Like those, at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. They were all shocking. All of those DLCs were fucking yeah, awful. bad. Like five, six out of ten DLCs. Like they were really, really bad. So like, you know, it does happen. They've just been on a decent trend and then it's just dropped now, which is just odd to see. But uh... Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm obviously being naughty by bringing this up. Um, but I guess I'm I more want to just like kind of laugh at um because this happened with Xbox, right? This did happen. Mm. Um and it continues to happen. Like a lot of the media will get very invested. Obviously, people on Twitter are well, whatever, they will as well, because there's always gonna be a minority of idiots. It's more that there's like there are like there is like a contingent of outlets that are like really I mean, they're just writing for clicks. I get it, I get it, that's fine, but it's it's this kind of idea that Xbox negativity generates a lot of clicks, um, which is just a bit frustrating. You know, mm. it is what it is, but it's really frustrating because like Grounded gets announced. Oh, what are Xbox doing to Obsidian? Yeah. And then and then the game was, was great and everyone loved it. Uh, you know, Pentiment gets announced. Ma- oh my goodness. Xbox really are killing Obsidian. Where's Avowed? They've probably killed, they've probably canceled it. You know, <laughs> but Bleeding Edge came out the game that had been in development for like six years prior to the acquisition what are xbox doing to ninja theory <laughs> yeah Just, it does happen and then yeah. and you can feel you can feel the same sort of tension around redfall and starfield as well yeah, um you know like if it. those games don't hit xbox will be held responsible oh, yeah. um rather than the studios which is you know yeah Oh yeah, it's no, just I, funny that I do agree with you, and there's no doubt in my mind that if the shoe was on the other foot and we bought Bungie and then this happened, and there would be news articles about it and just being like, Xbox fucking yeah, yeah, killing Bungie can't manage their own teams, yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> um, yeah. So you you do get that. We are being a little bit salty and we're just poking fun, but <laughs> genuinely, this would happen if the shoe was on the other foot. So. It is quite funny. Yeah. To just poke fun at it. Funny old thing. Okay, what time are we on, Tim? How far in the show are we? We're 43 minutes in. 
Okay, we're looking good then. Uh, I'm trying to decide what we do. Let's do maybe some of the big stories first then. So if we start right at the bottom of the notes, um, there was um, there was a podcast from Andy Robinson, who's what well, I think he's maybe the lead writer. Can't remember. One of the big boys over at uh, Video Game Chronicle at VGC, um, and on the podcast he said that um, the says so the nearest Xbox games after Starfield and Hellblade Two. So Starblade and Hellblade 2 being the closest are uh, is avowed. Great. Good news, right? Woohoo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, Fable is quote unquote miles away, only recently went into full production, and Perfect Dark and Everwild are still not close. And just as a little follow-up for the Fable bit, uh, he's also it's also been heard that Fable uh, with Fable the term Witcher-like was thrown around a lot. Mm. So let's maybe start with the, the release date. Starfade and Hellblade 2 coming first, uh, Avowed coming next, and Fable and Perfect Dark and Everwild still, you know, quote-unquote, miles away or not close. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything here shocks me. Um, I knew that Fable and Perfect Dark were quite a way off. I think the the one that probably shocks me the most is is Everwild, just because I just I feel like it's so wild that they announced it so early. Like, Jesus Christ, we heard this game in like, was it like 2020? I think was that E3 where we saw it? 2019, 2018 maybe? I I think it was 2019. I'm just going to check now. Like, my goodness, to to announce a game and give it a trailer and say, oh, we're working on this and release it six years later potentially is absurd to me like that's crazy um like i i really i thought the silence from the game wasn't necessarily a bad thing i just thought maybe they're just crunching and they're getting shit done and then you know when it's close to ready end of 2023 or something like that we'd hear more from it um but the fact that it's still miles off is a little bit of a shock to me but Fable and, Fable and Perfect Dark doesn't surprise me. I, I knew those games were definitely a, a stretch to be in 2024. I, 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 you know, it doesn't surprise me that we would be seeing them to around 2025 plus. Um, mm. But yeah, so. I mean, so I, I guess there are there are multiple things I wanted to hit with this story. Um, because yeah, you're right. I, I do think you're you're right. Everwild is the most shocking thing there. I, I would say. I would say Fable. I'm not too surprised about. Nor Perfect Dark, considering that there are that there are two bits of nuance with both of those studios making those games. Uh, Fable is coming from a racing game studio who's mm-hmm. staffing up, and Perfect Dark is from the Initiative, who is a new studio. Yeah. Um, who we know that there's been a bit of trouble with um, getting that studio ready because there's been with people leaving as well. So there's there's just like additional wrinkles with these two games that would make the development process longer um so i guess the first point i wanted to hit on then is were these games announced too early um fable was announced in 2020 yeah with this kind of the showing with where we had a lot of games shown but they were all cgi you know alongside state of decay 2 um i'm trying to think what else was shown off there contraband there were others i can't remember either. um I think Perfect Dark was 2021. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, maybe that was no, maybe Perfect Dark was EXO uh, twenty. I can't remember. It was, it was around that time as well, and Everwild was definitely twenty nineteen. I've just checked. It was EXO nineteen. I, I remember that. Yeah. Oh no, Perfect Dark was the Game Awards. I think. Yeah, it was the Game Awards at, at the end of twenty twenty. Um, so. Uh, were these games announced too early? Uh, is is Phil is Phil still got this wrong? Because he said a while back about like trying not to announce games too early, and, th- and now we're at this place. Or, you know, or is this okay because there's a bigger catalog of games filling out this these time period? You know, what what are your kind of thoughts on that? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's okay. Like, I'm not upset that these games are taking as long as they are. Because, like you said, there is a lot coming. Um, so I, I, it's excusable in a sense um, that these games were announced so early. Um, I do still think they dropped the ball a little bit, though. I do think there's probably there's been some internal de- delays and some internal struggles that have caused them to be this long. I don't think this was anticipated when they first showed them off. Um, but I do think that it, it's not. You know, I'm not that bummed out because there, there, there's a lot coming. Um, so it's excusable, I think. Yeah, and obviously, the, the, the like the times around the time these games were announced was then when we started to go into COVID. Um, mm-hmm. Again, the problem of 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 uh, playground and the initiative not being already established teams, I think, probably had a disproportional effect on them. Everwild, there was some speculation that the game did go undergo a reboot in mm, around 2021. Um, it's not really confirmed. And, and, you know, when we're talking about reboot, that word's a bit nebulous because it's like, well, what does that mean? Is sign from scratch or like concepts are just being, you know, you've gone from maybe pre-production back to conceptual phase, you know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there has been a bit of controversy around, around what that kind of means. So like, yeah, I think you're right. Um I'm not either, but I, you know, I've got to say that I do, I do get the sense that maybe they didn't need to go as ham in 2020. No. Uh, it, it's difficult though, man, because I think part of the positivity that Xbox has managed to generate this gen- this generation so far has been because there's this really positive outlook. Like the the narrative, like at the end of the Xbox One gen, went from like, where are the games? Where are they? There's nothing coming. Now it's not that. It's just like everything so far away you know mm. and we're right on the cusp of that changing you know this is this is the year i think where that narrative changes but i think maybe this, these delays made that really difficult to manage that, that that message that pr message um yeah definitely yeah i mean you know at the end of the day who can predict a global pandemic i mean who can predict things like that that have slowed Bill Gates. The, that's true. He did orchestrate everything. <laughs> he did. He is the era. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So you know these things, these things happen, and you know potentially, if that never happened, you know all these announcements they they could have come to, like, they 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 could have happened by now. Who knows? You know, potentially like fable and everwild they might be a little bit further on you know and perfect dark and all that sort of stuff you know we might be looking at a early 2024 late 2023 i think regardless that's still a long time though from when they were like announced back in like 2019 some of them i think that's still pretty absurd it's almost like they were just kind of announcing stuff to just be like (laughs) you know like they were just in a really bad spot and they were just like we we have stuff we do have we have title cards we have things like that let's just show that you know 
we 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 got we got to keep the hook in somehow for these people, even though they maybe they knew they were a minimum of still a few years off. Um, so yeah, there probably is an element of that. Um, but I do think that these things have taken internal struggles and hits that were unpredicted and unpredictable as well. Like you 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 physically couldn't have predicted some of these things that have slowed it down. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, yeah, just a tricky old thing. It'd be interesting with a bit of retrospective to to ask everyone how they felt about that 2020 E3 showcase because I that that was one of my favorite Xbox Nothing's showcases coming. in a while. Even though, right, right, I mean, even though. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even though it was a good show, no, rather, even the other way around, even though it, a lot of stuff has not materialized yet, it was still a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to just have that much new stuff announced. Mm. Um, the only thing that maybe has been a bit more concrete on the first party side of things is Forza. We know Forza's coming this year. We had Father Direct that was announced then mm. as well. Um, still no day, though. I think, okay. and there were other things as well, obviously, you know, like there were, um, I think As Dusk Falls was there. I think Forza Horizon was had released. I think the, I think was, Minecraft was Legends was there as well, which technically came out. Yeah, Minecraft Legends. Uh, yeah, but we we all know it's yeah it's it's not these AAA bangers or whatever. Um, yeah, and I guess maybe as well, like you're saying, like because maybe there was like this kind of internal thought of like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> like we still need another couple of years, mm. especially now we know what we know about Halo, right? You know, they at the time they hadn't announced one year de- delay yet. That came later after the reaction to the to the showcase. But maybe it was kind of in the plan, like oh, you know there might be a bit of negative reaction to this. And I think if we could pad that out with like Fable, you know, yeah. and Playground like, but we haven't, we like, I don't know. We don't know what we're doing yet. Like, fucking put a trailer together. <laughs> yeah. Just get a frog to put eat a fucking out. fairy and that'll keep people going for about <laughs> eight years. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah. That's so much opium. Yeah. Uh, avowed, of course. Avowed was that year as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Literally Crazy. like the, like, of everything shown that year, we've literally seen like two games. Like nothing has come of, of that showcase. Yeah. And, and None of the big things. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, sure. We got Minecraft Legends and we got like probably a Forza <laughs> Horizon 4, I guess. Yeah, as does Forza. Forza Horizon 5. Forza Horizon 5. Is what I meant. Yeah. Um, 
and uh and then technically we've got halo infinite as well but apart from that everything else shown has not seen the light of day or uh, a lot of them we haven't even had even an update. that's like nothing yeah that's the problem zero yeah. news for about four years <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the problem to me it's it's not i'm okay with you like just announcing teasers like cgi teasers you get one you get one you can do it once with no date um but like i expect to see this next year like if that's what you're gonna if that's where you're gonna leave my <laughs> if you're gonna leave me you know yeah. with blue balls like that i expect i expect <laughs> at the very least where are you going with this where where am i going with this and i said at the very least i expect a little fondle <laughs> or what are we doing here expect a you little know? bit of pre <laughs> pre or nothing pre. um so yeah well just a fun little thing yeah so overall i mean fable fable perfect dark maybe not too surprising i mean ultimately nobody's gonna care if they're good i mean it is crazy that because i remember fable was like kind of announced like semi-announced in like 2018 like phil got on stage and he was like playground are working on a new rpg and i, I thought that was phil signaling to us you know like oh this is like you know two years away mm. they don't know just started recruiting yeah you know, that's how early. And it's like, you didn't need to say that because now by the time this game comes out, it's really going to have been seven years since. And it doesn't also doesn't help that the game was like leaked. You know, Fable Fable was like a really poorly kept secret. You know, we've been speaking about it for like the best part of a decade. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's absurd. There's only so long people can wait before you just start to give up. Like these things do have yeah. an expiration date as well. You can't announce stuff too early. Um, but yeah i, I yeah it, it's annoying i think there is something to be said about like after a certain like if it's if, if it's three years and you still have anything to say like actually yeah just lock the doors and just just stay quiet until you're ready to show something good and meaningful mm. you know yeah i don't know i still think you can have some kind of update like even if it's just like social media presence and stuff like that like you don't i, I don't expect trailers or anything like that but yeah uh, i don't know man it's literally should be nothing from like everything here <laughs> uh, yes yeah, zero just zilch yeah. nada nada i feel you um Okay, and I guess uh, the other side of this, because obviously we're, I think a lot of the Xbox community is really rallying around Avowed um, mm. as well, um, you know, and that's, I, I don't really know why in particular, I guess it's just captured, there's a lot of things, ticking a lot of boxes Avowed for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of confidence in Obsidian, whereas a bit of confidence has slipped with Bethesda Game Studios. There's a, it, it, it's ticking the RPG fan, dark fantasy box, um it's ticking the next gen only box mm. uh it's ticking the new ip box do you know what i mean it's, it's so it's really so you've got mm -hmm. a lot of rallying around that in, in the way that maybe starfield and hellblade don't um obviously they do a lot doing their own things um and and that's maybe the next thing coming after hellblade too so tim next part of this is like let's say we're very generously hellblade 2 is coming out in holiday uh holiday end of this year wow well, firstly wow yeah what a year yeah Secondly, when would we be expecting Avowed? Like, are we and are we seeing more of it this year? Imagine that. A couple months in, we could be seeing Avowed gameplay if that's the case. Um, 
I do think we will see a Valve this year. I think we'll see gameplay of it this year, <gasps> and I think we'll see an update of it this year. I don't think we're seeing it till probably. Yo. I don't think we're seeing it till probably like mid next year or something like that, like actual like release date or something like that. But I do, I do think they'll show they'll show show us some stuff this year, like towards the end of this year. Um, like I do genuinely believe that. I think we'll get a developer direct, and I think Obsidian will show off some stuff and just say how see how they're getting on you know it might be right at the end of the year or something but um i think we'll get something um but yeah we're not seeing this till halfway through next year like earliest no like Mm -hmm. another year plus definitely yeah yeah no i think that's sensible um and i think we've kind of said that as the vague time frame for a while haven't we haven't we that we you know we think avowed probably is first half 24 pleasantly hopeful that avowed is going to turn up in some point almost every year since i've <laughs> seen it announced yeah but logical brain but like logical you know left brain has been thinking that right right brain maybe got you know emotional brain maybe got the best of you at, at times yeah i don't know though when i saw this in 2019 i was probably thinking that's 2022 i probably wasn't thinking like that's late 2020 i don't know that's <laughs> yeah like let's be real like that's when true. you when you see stuff uh you don't you know you tend to add on a few years max like no one is no one was looking at about 2019 and thinking Whew, can't wait to play that and midway through 2024 they were like that's 2023 yeah. like latest right um so it's it, ha- it probably has gone on longer than than i would have hoped um yeah but yeah and that's definitely you know like to tie this all together that's like definitely part of the problem of like if that's the expectation you're creating it like really lowers excitement levels if people are watching your show and they're like oh that's i'm not playing that until 20 fucking 30 it's like you know it just feels like a wet fart like it's like i can't really get excited for that exactly why are we here why are we talking about this (laughs) just fuck off go this go and finish the game (laughs) yeah jesus um all right. Second part of the article, Tim, was was uh, the the witch a witcher like was thrown around a lot in terms of Fable. I guess I wanted to touch on this a little bit because I think that's quite interesting. I I, I, I don't know the context. Maybe if someone knows the context of that a bit more in chat, like mm. I don't know if it's. I'm, I'm assuming that's like talking about the combat or maybe like the overall aesthetic. Like I I don't know, but I mm. it sounds good. You know, obviously, I think Witcher occupies a really nice space in fantasy, but it's very like dark. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fantasy which fable isn't so my 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 issues with that statement is yeah the tone of the game like uh, i hope it's just kind of like combat like it's 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 witcher like and it's combat and like that sort of thing but in terms of like world enemies and dialogue and all that sort of stuff i don't (laughs) i really want it to be witcher like I mean, I'd like to have like dialogue <laughs> options, like Witcher. That'd be cool. But yeah. like, I just want the writing to be a lot different. Like, I don't, I don't want Fable to to turn into a like a, a Witcher game in its own world and just like kind of copycat it, but put it in its own world. I, I, Fable's not really that. Fable is more goofy. Um, so it's it's nice to see that in certain respects, but then I also think it's kind of worrying in others, and I hope it's not going down that sort of route because I just don't think that really works for Fable in particular. But we'll see. 
Yeah, I mean, if anything, like you said, if the toad-eating fairy is anything to go by, you know, I think, I think that we can maybe be reassured that that the tone of the game is is right. Um, mm. So yeah, maybe it is more combat in the sense that it, it feels quite weighty. Mm. Um, there's like different elements, you know, like chemistry, and then there's like a bit of magic um because that, that was also one of the things about like the witcher system that i think was quite unique is that magic wasn't really its own thing it was mm. kind of an extension of of like melee combat if you know what i mean yeah 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 but you can um, main magic yeah but then in fable in the past you have been able to like main magic and i do think it does need to have that sort of high fantasy feel to it as well um like i do think it'd be weird if they toned down magic um, in that game, like mm. I do, I do think it needs to be a bit over the top, in 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 that regard. At least based on 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 the world and what we've seen of it in the past, you know, it's had some pretty crazy spells and magic and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I hope they don't t- tone that stuff down. Um, you know, I still want it to be pretty wild. Uh, in 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 that sense. Yeah. Like the wild hunt. <laughs> yeah, we just boot up the game and it's just like the wild hunt in Syria. Like, what? What's happening? Fable, the wild hunt. <laughs> yeah. Geralt yeah. just falls out of the sky into their world. Where am I? What is this? <laughs> yeah. this is... I, I, I hate portals. <laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake, Geralt. Uh, lovely. Okay, where are we at next? Um, I suppose if we touch on the ABK stuff now, and then we can kind of see where we're at for time afterwards. Um, so the big thing, really, well, two big things. The first being that the the E. It seems that the EU is uh, is looking good. It's looking like a goer. You know, they've seen they've seen the Nvidia deal, which you know we said last week was a big deal, and it's kind of reassured them that they're taking this seriously, especially in terms of the you know not monopolizing the cloud market, which was the EU's biggest concern. Mm-hmm. That's good. That so you know it's starting to swing back in Xbox's favor because you know for a while it we kind of weren't sure and there was a lot going on, but if the EU falls, I think it becomes increasingly difficult for the CMA to justify any more concerns um especially when playstation is more dominant in the uk than it is in the eu Mm -hmm. um and the cma are making a big deal of like about foreclosure rather than they they have highlighted the cloud but one of the you know they seem to be placing more emphasis on exclusivity and the console high performance console market as they like to call it you know conveniently hand-waving nintendo away uh, more so than the eu is um so uh, that was the first part. The second part is that Microsoft subpoena was mostly successful, so that Sony are going to have to give a load of their documents, hand a load of their documents over around exclusivity contracts from 2019 onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and Phil also had a lovely um, interview um, with Xbox On. Is that the channel, Xbox On? I think it is. Um, yeah, maybe. But he's a... He's a friendly fella. So let's start with the second story there at the end, um, because I think we we spoke about this a bit in our chat, didn't we? Um, you mm. know, around PlayStation having to re- reveal uh, their exclusivity contracts from 2019 onwards. Uh, just for a bit of wider context, Xbox had asked to see everything from 2012 onwards, so essentially the whole of last gen, um, and they had also see, asked to see like 
um, performance indicators of current executives and previous executives, and that was what had led Sony to be like, this is clear harassment. So yeah. that, that got denied. They're not seeing any performance indicators. I don't know why. I don't understand the rationale for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, they weren't, you know, it's been moved from 2012 to 2019 um, to present. Mm-hmm. So overall, I, you know, this is still being considered a massive loss, a big L for PlayStation. And this is one of those things I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're starting to regret, you know, getting so tangled up in this because there's going to be some dirt. Like, better, moreover, they're like, they might just be like, oh, yeah, we accept the terms. We changed our mind. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we, with this news, yeah, they they might just be like, yeah, we'll we'll take ten years. Thanks. Where's that contact? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Blows the dust off yeah. it. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, it'd definitely be quite interesting. Um, I'm just trying to think of what potential like money hatting stuff they could have done from 2019 onwards. Obviously, the big one we talked about was Final Fantasy VII, wasn't it? A remake, um, and yep. that was you know obviously PlayStation exclusive time, exclusive one year. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was one year when it first came out. Everyone was like, yeah, it's just a year, you know. We still don't have it. Yep. Um, I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to think of some other ones as well, some like, other big ones they might have had. Um, well, obviously Final Fantasy 15. Oh, 15? Is that the one that's coming out this year? 16, it's this year. 16. Um, then there's things like Knights of the Old Republic, KOTOR oh, remake. Yes, it's stuff. Uh, Silent Hill. Yeah. Um, it's definitely been more. What are you doing? What's that noise? I'm not a fancy critic. I thought, yeah. Robbed what? Nothing. Keep Robbed what? Which no, game? I'm, I'm seeing Tell me. if I robbed it. Shut up. Tell me. <laughs> It'll be revealed. Did I get it? Let me have a look. Get what? I didn't get it. Good. What was it? Did I get it? I don't know. I think <laughs> I put I rebid to get um Silent Hill 2 remake. Um and I think I put like eight on it, but Salmon still got it, so Salmon must have oh, been nice. high on it already. Your boy got Mortal Kombat 12. Oh Caden. Why did nobody challenge nice. me on that? I thought Caden <laughs> I thought Caden would have um bet on that. Um, I, I thought I, I didn't think it was you. I mean, it hasn't Caden been officially announced yet. Hasn't checked the app. You probably just didn't check the app, if I'm honest. Um, no, to be fair, I did put a high. I put a high bet on it because I was sick and fucking tired of of mm-hmm. idiots coming in, rocking up on Friday in the morning. Oh, what's this? What can I steal after I've done the hard work? You know what I mean? I'm sick and tired of it. So yeah. I put a big bit on it. Well, I've got to fill another gap because I had to drop. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wolf Among Us Two. Because that that, that, oh, yeah. that got delayed into next year. Luckily, no one counterpicked it, so I managed to drop it. But now, obviously, I've got more money to spend. I, I you know, so I have to be more careful with my money a little bit because I've still got three games to fill. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was just tangent when you said Silent Hill remake. Uh, you you ca- carry on. Yes. So um, the two final, well, the three Final Fantasies: Knights of the Old Republic. Um, the other one I said, Silent Hill Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's some, there's some other things. Destruction All Stars. Uh, that's obviously not forget about Ghostwire Tokyo or Deathloop. Ooh, one yeah, year, true, true. Let's not forget about Forspoken. But those did two come years, one year later, <laughs> didn't they? Those those things. They did. Yeah, yeah. 
but they, they did but I, ultimately i think xbox are going to try and make the point that like we have we haven't done this since tomb raider in 2016 and everyone ate our ate us out yeah. is that expression Please. Yeah, what's the expression a good Ch- thing. chewed us out <laughs> yeah chewed us out thank you it's <laughs> all right you're welcome um yeah thanks uh godfall was another one there's just loads the list is endless it doesn't matter of the quality godfall, you know it, that's not the point <laughs> yeah oh god yeah game literally and that's the thing the game godfall came to other consoles and then died like six months later and it's like mm-hmm. how is that anti-competitive destiny 2 would have some stuff wouldn't it didn't didn't they do uh, some stuff with destiny 2 i'm sure they did they did stuff with like guns sure and shit did. wasn't it like the borealis and all that kind of stuff they had like exclusive content tied um tied to playstation and yeah we get it for like two years remember that sniper that used to the exotic that like changed elements you could choose the element on it and stuff we didn't get that for like three mm-hmm. years and then it was just shit by the time we got to it no one wanted it yeah the hawk moon was another one but that you know that might have even been destiny one you know i can't remember you know i'm pretty sure um, it was some destiny two stuff the hawk moon was definitely one but yeah yeah regardless but maybe I shouldn't be including some of the smaller stuff here because, of course, Xbox does timed exclusivity on, on some smaller indie titles, which I think is fine. That's not a problem. It, it's more, you know, when PlayStation are aggressive with stuff, this stuff and it's not uh, like it's not like an ethical like problem. This Death Stranding and stuff like that, if that would come into play with it, you know, like just money hatting that with um, Kojima maybe the, the problem is is that you get into it you get into a gray area of like when money is given to when money and resources are given to a studio to make a game that they otherwise couldn't versus mm. when a money is just given to a studio to contractually lock it yeah to a to a playstation do you know what i mean and we never have access to the information we don't know we can never make those calls so the people who defend a lot of these decisions will always say oh well you know uh final fight square enix you know they they took the money and then they put it back into their team. So, you know, how's that a bad thing? That's good mm-hmm. for competition. Whereas I think, you know, you can think about it on kind of a continuum of like, it, it depends. It depends. Like if there's, if there's time resources and things going into a game to help it exist where it otherwise wouldn't. Great. If, if the, if the money's just going towards, yeah, locking it off, then I think that's more problematic. And Square Enix is a fucking international publisher. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, you know, and um, so the, you know the, the list goes on and on, and there's more that I definitely can't think of. There's there's definitely other big ones that I'm struggling to think of as well. Um, uh, there are some Japanese games, which I mean, we've we've assumed it's because the publishers have no interest in publishing it on Xbox, but we don't know if you know the truth lies somewhere in the middle of like there was some PlayStation kind of involvement of like, look, if anybody tries to approach you, just say no, like. Yeah, uh, uh persona uh-huh. um neo none of the neos ever came um so either way we're gonna have a lot of this cleared up um and i'm really glad about that because like i said it's not like it's not strictly an ethical problem it's just there's no such thing as you know ethical consumption in capitalism is just how it is yeah but yeah. i do think this aggressive strategy is is really cruel at times um and you know people will say oh well what's the difference between that and like an acquisition i thought like, well i think the answer is pretty obvious i think with an acquisition 
a big publisher is taking them under their wing and they're feeding them with resources, with people, with knowledge, with technology, mm. you know, they're opening, they're cracking, you know, the, their resources up to those developers. That's very different from giving final Square Enix a hundred million and being like, yeah, just don't release it on Xbox. Do whatever you want with the money. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah, just like, here's a couple of devs, it. maybe. Yeah, Xbox. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, there, there, there is a pretty stark difference between the two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe a lot of these documents will come out, and in every single one of these instances, Sony have provided you know undying support and resources to all of these studios. I just really doubt it. I just mm. really, really doubt it. Yeah. Guess we'll have to wait and see. When's all that coming to, uh, like, to, when's that going to all happen? I think it's next week, you know. Okay. Quite soon. And I think you'll remember it was pretty funny that, the, you know, uh, Sony kept delaying the subpoena. You know, they were like, firstly, they were like, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. Um, yeah. And then they kept delaying it. They're like, can we wait till next week? And it, it's just, I've got this really funny image in my mind of like, of Jim Ryan being on the phone and being on his computer. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I just don't think we can get it done as he like drags files into his, into his bin yeah. <laughs> on his computer. Yeah. It's like, I just don't think we can like possibly do this. Maybe another week. Yeah. I just yeah. Don't, I don't think we've <laughs> off any of that data. I just don't, you know... <laughs> I didn't really feel like that's data we needed to keep. <laughs> so, yeah. Because yeah. at one point they were literally like, oh, some of it's in Japanese. You might not be able to read it. <laughs> but they said that. So we just won't they bother. Said that. They're like, we can hire a translator. He's like, nah, nah, that's just. Nah, that's don't just, bother. <laughs> don't want to waste their time. <laughs> you know, it's just not bother. <laughs> what are you hiding? What are you hiding <laughs> that we need to see? It will be yeah. quite interesting, yeah. It will. It really, really will. And also, like, the double interesting is one of the judges involved in the case said it's possible um, that Sony could have attain, obtained a better result through an agreement with Microsoft, because as we know, uh, Sony stopped negotiating with them. But they, they seem to be back at the negotiating table now, but for, like, a two-month stretch, they just were like, nah. They just like blocked the number. Yeah. And, you know, so that's fun. Mm. Uh, one of the other things that we spoke about uh, when I sort of sum, uh, the recap of the, not recap, like a summary of the show at the beginning was, um, was kind of this discussion that if Xbox didn't manage to pull through this acquisition, would they pull out of the console industry, you know? Um mm. Uh, that could either be a pivot to a publisher model, you know, like Sega did, or just sell off all the studios straight up. Um, and I mean, I guess I don't really want to go into this for too long, but because it's like it's uh, it's kind of been done to death. But like, did like was this ever like a concern for you at some point? I think we did very lightly touch on this like a few months back on this kind yeah, of idea yeah. of like would Microsoft would Satya just pull the plug? Would they just be like, you know, I'm not happy? <laughs> unless you get that yeah wait, wait so wait what are we talking about here the the selling off of like certain parts of of, of abk no no just well will xbox just drop out of the console race if um if the abk deal doesn't didn't go through oh um i think so i think there's a lot outside of abk that xbox is still working with and i just think you know maybe they'll just 
put their money elsewhere they'll just they'll just get something else i don't know buy warner bros <laughs> netherrealm i don't know something like that you know <laughs> i i I, yeah. I do uh, there's they've still got so many studios making so many things it'd be weird for them to just drop out of the console race like i don't i don't even know yeah. how that would work like well they would just pivot to publisher but I, in my mind okay um I don't know. They're just going to stop selling Xboxes. Yeah, I, I don't think so. No, I think that's very drastic. No. Yeah, I do as well. I do as well. It, it, it's strange that some people are still holding that position, like after Xbox literally spent, you know, like immense amount of money on Bethesda and have put all this effort. Uh, but at the same time, like Microsoft does do weird shit like that. They make weird fucking decisions. Mm. Um, you know, uh, because Microsoft's primarily like, you know, business. Mm. Uh, like a uh, software company you know so this is quite a, xbox is quite a weird angle for like an entertainment like microsoft doesn't really all most of microsoft's entertainment shit sucks <laughs> like groove groove why was it called groove dead yeah. mixer why did you acquire beam call it mixer kill it in six months spend like billions on getting high uh, notoriety influencers on the platform dead yeah you know microsoft do weird shit like that they do and they, that does frighten me a bit because i'm like i just don't think they're reliable i don't i, I trust the xbox team but my, mm. the higher-ups at xbox uh microsoft do strike and, me as psychopaths yeah and the, and if the decision comes from them then you know it doesn't matter what any of the higher-ups at xbox think or argue you know they'll just it would just be acts won't they so yeah yeah that's right yeah it, they they yeah. can be quite volatile yeah yeah so i mean no ultimately i don't think so but like i do there is this thing in the back of my mind and you you can i, I think it's understandable that it's crossed other people's minds that like will microsoft just be like now nah, i'm done with this <laughs> this has been a cute little side project for the last 20 years but you know we're not winning yet <laughs> so <laughs> we're out maybe yeah yeah unlikely so, but maybe yeah yeah, I mean, I like sort of, and tying it into the, the interview that I said Phil Spencer had, he, he said on that interview that the deal isn't a linchpin for Xbox in the long term, which, you know, I, I, I for the most part, I trust Phil, I trust Philly. Mm. Um, but also, Phil's not going to be there forever. So, yeah. 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 Okay, where are we at? Where are we at for time, Tim? Uh, we are one hour 20. Oh, nice. Okay. Maybe one last story to wrap it up then. Oh, that part of the show, everyone. Probably a bit late, actually. Like the video, please. That'd be great. Subscribe if you're new. Maybe come follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe send us your favorite sandwich. Ooh. Mm. I don't eat sandwiches that often at all anymore. Really? That is sad, man. Yeah. Why? Well, because we do this, like, HelloFresh thing, and, you know, we make, like... Um... You don't have sandwich stuff. Yeah, and and we get four we get four portions for every meal, so we have it for dinner and then lunch the next day. So I just don't like. I used to get meal deals. I used to make like chorizo sandwiches at home. I used to make like, uh, you know, like ham, cheese, salads, all that kind of stuff. I literally just don't have bread anymore. I can't. It's really not often what I don't eat bread. Yeah, what I, I, I never eat bread. Like genuinely. That's- that's upsetting maybe once a week and i genuinely think a, a lot of the times i don't even do that yeah i just don't eat bread that is that is definitely a downside to like subscription food that like hello fresh obviously we, we both have been doing it i've been it for ages is that you don't have 
you don't have the need to buy snack stuff as much anymore. Oh, I which buy is good. A lot. Yeah, I it's buy good a lot overall. I still eat crisps. Oh, but like less meal stuff. Like you don't have yeah. that stuff ready to go because you're if you're fed, your meals are sorted. Mm-hmm. Wow, for the low low price of seven pound a meal delivered to your door. Buy now, get fifty percent off your first box. Subscribe is to that true? I don't know. Quick Resume Podcast. True, guys. <laughs> Subscribe to Quick Resume Podcast for your first free box on us. Oh, deck. Three ninety nine. <laughs> oh. To be fair, I do have a free box to get. So if you subscribe, I'll give you a free box. Send me your email. But yeah, I don't think for real. Any of what deck's saying is true. <laughs> We're not affiliated with that fraction anyway. Uh, one day, man. Man, is that sandwiches? That's crazy. You don't have like a crumpet. It's like you lost your patriotism. Don't have a crumpet, dude. That's sad. No. Has, any, has anybody else like we have a lot of American viewers? Have you guys had a crumpet before? Maybe. Should we do a poll? <laughs> well, I don't no, know. I can't wait on someone to respond because there might not be anyone. Just let us know if you've had a crumpet <laughs> and we'll carry on with the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. type. Okay. All right. That's fine. Let me have a look then. Because um, I've got a couple of things like PC Game Pass is coming to 40 more countries, for example. Um, cool. Which is great. I, like, I didn't know that that was so sparse. I didn't know that PC Game Pass was still like not around. Like, it wasn't in Iceland or Egypt. What? Are you t- serious? Or Albania. Yeah, I'm serious, man. You're telling me they didn't have Games Pass in Egypt. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I'd... I wouldn't have known, to be fair. I live in what, my own little world. What are they playing inside the the pyramids? They're playing Who Killed the Pharaoh. Yo. The Pharaoh, not the Pharaoh. Pharaoh. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Pharaoh. Overwatch on the brain. Justice reigns from above. Uh... Yeah, so that's weird. Oh, I guess we can talk about IO. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, you know what? We haven't. This is good. No, we've, we've done well for timing. Okay, so Tim, you might remember of all the project code names that have been leaked, courtesy of you know Jess Corden and Jeff Grubb and whoever else is involved. Sorry if I've forgotten your name. One of them was Project Dragon. If you don't remember, Project Dragon was supposedly a um, like a very ambitious uh, shared world RPG, third person RPG high fantasy from io interactive you know developers of hitman and the upcoming 007 game and this was supposedly going to be a you know an xbox exclusive you know big partnership and um, it seems this kind of got announced i've like one of these light announcements that game companies do nowadays where they you know they just say that it's, it's real come work for us yeah um and with a little bit of concept i kind of like what blizzard did a while back with um the survival game um and there's no mention of Xbox here, and this is this is this is troubling. I would say I would say this is troubling for me because I like I think I even though I didn't get on with Hitman all that much, I think IO are a very talented team, mm. and I really like the sound and I like what I'm seeing here in the art. You know, this is right up my alley. This is right up our alley. I would mm. say, yeah. um, and I like the idea of it being Xbox, an Xbox game. You know, um, ambitious title, like by all means. So the, the question I suppose that I'm asking is, with with this sort of level announcement, does this kind of disconfirm that Xbox are now involved at any level, or is this just 
Like, because would, would have Xbox liked to have had their own announcement to control this? Or would Xbox, are Xbox fine with this to then just I announce it yeah. as a platform exclusive later? You know, it's, this doesn't disconfirm anything. It, it, it just says it's coming for consoles and PC, you know, but it. Hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think it disconfirms Xbox's affiliation with this or like, um, you know, it being an exclusive for Xbox or anything like that. Um, here, I got a sneeze. Go for it, man. It's rough out here. It's rough yeah. out here. So, uh, no, I don't think it does at all. I mean, you know, do do you feel like them announcing this or sending this tweet or whatever is is it without name dropping Xbox is necessarily a bad thing? Like, do you really expect them to be I, like I, our I... new adventure begins at IO one? Uh, uh, what did I just say? IO one, IO one, IO I, IO I, IO I, IO I. Uh, with our with our <laughs> friends at Xbox, you know, do you really expect them to say that or, or like? I don't know. I I guess I don't know if there's a precedent for this sort of thing. Like I don't know if games have been announced like this before in an exclusive capacity. I I don't think they have. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I don't think but so. at the same time, it's it's less the existence of this and more the non-existence of an announcement of this at an, at an Xbox stage. Yeah, I know that was quite oh, hard to fuck. follow. Did, did it make sense? Shall I? Shall I try and rephrase that? Draw me a fucking map. <laughs> that was like that was like metaverse, wasn't it? Okay. Level of, of sentence. How do I find um, X? Like, what was that? <laughs> so it's less this post. It's less this post, and more that it wasn't announced by Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't think this post in and of itself disconfirms anything. It's more that Xbox haven't been like. Our friends at IO are making this game with us. Um, see if they were, or, or they just waited until he, you know, he three for the announcement. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think this is. A, but I, I don't, don't think it's necessarily a negative thing. I think they were just like, yeah, sure. You know, if you want to start recruiting or you want to start doing that, just send one out on your own, like Twitter account. You know, and then I, I don't know. I don't really feel like. This isn't necessarily a bad thing, no, or, or shows that we're not affiliated with it. But... No, and and like, let, let's face it as well. Like, if they're just starting to recruit now, we're not going to get an official announcement for this for like three years, and mm. by that time, this is going to be a lost, you know, a long lost memory, <laughs> like that this happened. So yeah, yeah. I think I ultimately, I think I, I am in agreement with you. You know, I think yeah. this could still be an Xbox aligned project. Um, the team just needs to start ramping up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it does look cool. Or maybe though. the contract. I know what you mean. Still going. About yeah. like the artwork and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, does it? Uh, when they say like online RPG, you know, are they? Do they mean like MMO style, or or is it kind of like a division style, a Destiny yeah. style? Like sort of. Hybrid? I think it was more division Destiny. Okay. I think that's the idea yeah. from from leaks. Yeah. But it looks cool. Yeah, it looks very like high fantasy, World of Warcrafty kind of vibe to it you know like you know you can see like elves and staffs and orcs and yeah it just looks kind of cool yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm kind of vibing with it from from, from the artwork yeah. i agree oh there was oh, there was something really i'll just quickly move on to this for one of our final sort of stories um i did see something about that come from came from like a really obscure source 
that Ori 3 is in development. Oh. Um, I haven't put it in the notes because because it, it was really tenuous, but it's just come to mind, so I just thought I'd bring it up. Um, and I'd be interested to hear what the chat thinks about the idea of an Ori 3. Um, because it... I don't think it would be Moon Studios, um, in which case, like... I, I think, I can't remember that the the relationship wasn't all that great by the end of Ori 2 between Moon and Xbox. I might be misremembering that. But even then, we know that they're working on like a triple-A Diablo-like. Yeah. So they, there's no way they have the bandwidth. I mean, unless they've staffed up and... You know, I just find it unlikely. And if that is the case, I think Xbox would be fucking insane to try and do a third one without Moon Studios because mm. the game was yeah. had such a unique feel to it. Um and it ended really well as well. It was like a really nice end of a duology that I, I don't like narratively didn't, it really needs nothing more. Yeah. Like if it's, if it's a game in the same universe, I mean, maybe, but then it's like, what are we doing here? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I, I think I'm, I think I'm in your little camp here where it's like, just, just leave it is, is what it is. About. You know, it, it, if it rounded off really well, um, and ended well and it's not being made by the same studio or whatever i just feel like there's just don't there's no point touching it like is 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 it really worth the risk at that point to soil like the ip and the name you know of the games that came before it and stuff like that just to try and you know get some get some more out of out, out, out of the name you know and stuff like that it seems unnecessary to me um if if it's not being yeah. made by moon uh but yeah no it's um i'd say leave it and as well like the legacy of it as an xbox aligned title has kind of been fucked with a little bit because they've released it on switch they've released both of them on switch which is like, like not a mm. problem i guess but now we're, we're like past that kind of awkward growing phase of xbox and we're now in the phase of like this is xbox is our ecosystem we're making exclusives now you know and i kind of feel like if they made an ori 3 that now wouldn't be going to switch or would it would that be the expectation in that case mm. it's kind of like it becomes this kind of flippy floppy thing that's gonna i think confuse the community a bit in a lot of ways so yeah, i kind of hope yeah. it's not real unless they have established they have got moon to come back in and do a third yeah um yeah. which i don't really again like narratively i don't even know how they would for those that finish the game you know mm. you know what i'm talking about um but yeah yeah it's potentially um, just a leave it job isn't it like that's right it's not worth it but yeah that's one of literally one of my favorite games ever one of the worst so it would just be a damn shame for that to be fucked with okay 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 the last story then last story yes uh is that hellblade is starting or hellblade 2 the, the team over at um, ninja theory are starting up their dev diaries again um they did a couple of these through over the last few years and we know that they're filming in iceland mm. some of the new information that they gave to us was around um that they shot in 21 different places in iceland and you know they've got some screenies there on twitter you can see them mm -hmm. um might be yeah, I mean, it'd be worth you can Google it if, if if you've got access to your computer right now. Um, they're very good. And what they said uh, to quote was, the level of realism that we're aiming for will really help with the 
with the immersion of the experience. It kind of stops you from questioning the space that we're in. And I wanted to crack this open. Um, obviously, you know, Hellblade 2 being will probably be the marquee visual showcase for the Series X. Um, not that Forza Horizon 5 wasn't or Flight Sim weren't, but in terms of more of a mass, mass appeal game mm -hmm. um, from a realism standpoint. What does kind of immersion mean to us? Like, because we, we throw, I think we throw around that term quite a lot. Like, generally, you hope a game is immersive to some degree because, you know, it uh, facilitates kind of escapism or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, is that continuum of, like, not immersive to very immersive? Like, do you feel that with different games? Like, you know, do you feel less immersed in a game like Overwatch versus maybe more in a, in a game like Hellblade or, you know? I mean, what, do you, what do you think? I'm... I do think so. Yeah, I feel like the level of immersion does differ um, depending on how the the style of the game and and exactly what they're going for. Like, I would not feel immersed playing like you said, you used Overwatch as an example, or like Borderlands as an example, or something like that. The, the level of immersion there is zero. I'm having fun. That's great. You know, I don't need immersion in my video game for it to be good. But, like, I definitely felt a different sense of feeling when I was playing. A good example of this for me was Metro um, Exodus. Um, when I was mm. playing that game, I was very immersed. Um, you know, the world, it was very slow, sluggish. You know, the world was so detailed. Um, the, the audio design was great. You know, it was kind of spooky. It was eerie. It was, it was like quiet in a lot of places and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it just looked like phenomenal from like an actual environmental standpoint and stuff. Like I was quite on edge by that game a little bit. And when things jumped out at me and stuff like that. So I, I do think this sort of stuff is the spiders and the spiders. Yeah. That mission still haunts <laughs> me. Um, but I do think this sort of stuff does, it makes a hell of a difference um, in a video game, especially if you're making like a single player, like narrative kind of feel um, for the game. Um, so yeah, I think that it's pretty fucking awesome what they're doing with all the photorealism and stuff like that and how they're building all the environments. And I think it's going to, make a hell of a difference um with how the game's gonna feel to play like i think it'll probably be the best the best it's ever been done probably by the looks of it um so yeah i think this is really interesting you know um trying to like operationalize that word a little bit more you know kind of pick it apart what we mean when we're saying immersion because like you said you know you broke that down quite well that like Immersion doesn't equal fun all the time. Those are like different things. I think they're independent of one another. Um, however, there are things like, you know, we're not necessarily just talking about like realism and immersion overlap for sure. But like the way I, when I was thinking about this, I was just thinking about it on like the graphical fidelity level, but you're absolutely right. Like, you know, realism can come in different senses, can't they? You know, it's not mm -hmm. just a resolution. It's also like game feel and auditory. Um, and I think that's really interesting. Because that's arguably something that, you know, these PlayStation games have really gotten good at, immersion. You know, I would say that The Last of Us Part 2 that I'm playing right now, excellent levels of immersion. Really, you know, and the realism is really good. Um, and we keep talking about this thing of, like, does Xbox have 
some games that compete in that area, uh, um, you know, the, the high budget third person action adventures. But maybe the word we're actually looking for is <laughs> immersive games. Mm -hmm. right yeah maybe 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 that's kind of the 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 linchpin there it's better than um, sad dad and hellblade better than what sad dad games <laughs> sad dad games yeah that's right yeah that might be a bit um yeah it might be a bit reductive that but it's funny though isn't it yeah <laughs> it's funny um i, I hope senna will meet her dad in hellblade 2 yeah that'd be great yeah that's really what i want i don't need it to be immersive um but yeah i mean it, it, you know it looks like this is definitely going to be that that area um for xbox um because i mean and honestly outside of ninja theory i don't like are there other games that xbox are working on that that operate the immersive area and may, maybe like bethesda game studio games tend to be quite immersive i think mm -hmm. like starfield will have a level of immersion they're like sky sky remote say they're quite good because you can interact with you know all individual objects and it's quite on the physics side of things it's quite immersive i suppose mm -hmm. um maybe it's maybe what i'm saying Redfall, mm, I guess they are. They literally we call them literally immersive sims, don't we? Which is quite funny. But that, but they don't operate. They and this is the again comes back to what you were saying, not in the graphical fidelity way. They are yeah. immersive more in the audio way, in the game feel, yeah. and, um, and is, the world design. Immersion can be anything. Immersion is essentially just you, you know, being undistracted or whatever or enjoying yourself playing or experiencing so i don't know i'm finding it hard to articulate it but like you know it, it, it's immersive i consider something immersive like fucking borderlands I'm having a it, shit it is no but like <laughs> borderlands <laughs> is immersive in its own way if i can sit down and play it with my friends for eight hours and i'm like where did my day go it's not realism but it's still it still immersed me i'm still i'm still just like i forgot to fucking eat dinner and all i was doing was mm. just looting and doing shit it's just like at what point what is immersion immersion Maybe. comes in in any form that just can catch your attention and keep you there right maybe i i guess to me yeah i don't know i i guess to me Immersion is like making you feel you're in the game and you can be distracted and be in like a heightened state of flow without necessarily feeling like you're in the game. Mm. And that's what that word kind of means to me. It feels like, you, you know, you're, you're really experiencing what your character's experiencing or yeah. it's closer up that scale. So, so when you're saying things like, yeah, playing with your friends for long periods of time, to me, I guess that's more... Game's got a good hook. I don't know how to reduce that to a single word, but I, I think I, I think you all like know what I mean. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, this yeah, it. I, I'm super excited to see what they can crank out. Um, some of these screenings look like like ridiculous. You know, in the same way that my jaw was on the floor when I saw Forza Horizon and, and Forza Motorsport. But yeah, you know, like like we, we said before, it, it cranks open that um, mass appeal uh angle okay we did it that's it we're done for the show uh that's that's a good time right that's what's uh an hour 35 hour 40 yeah it's good all right well, that's respectable yeah okay no, definitely yeah no it was good all right very nice very good show okay. excellent 
All right. Um, well, we, oh, I meant to say, we never heard anything about that Starfield Direct. Uh, it's not like a new story or anything, but mm. nothing happened. So presuming that's going to happen next week. So I'll have something to talk about. And I can, I can make my 100th Starfield thumbnail. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll try not to just put a piece of fruit as a thumbnail like I did last week. She's, but, uh, yeah, there's like a, you can, there's like a star fruit, you know, just use a picture of like a star fruit. Dude, that's a fuck. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Starfield is, is Starfruit confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? Would you, you want to hit the jingle while we just you know, have a chinwag? Yeah, Did you like that fucking thing I sent you on WhatsApp? Well, like, the cat, cat. really angry. Cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I funny. like how it's kind of squished as well. Like it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it does look great. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Let's see if I can find out. about that? <laughs> so funny. Can you see that? It's just oh, a reflection of me. I can only see uh, me. Uh, what? Is that a thing? Is that a real thing? Oh, I'm no, so stupid. No, yeah, man. You can't. You can't see. Can you? I know. It's I just can't you. See it. It's just me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're choking. Is that a thing? Yeah. God, I'm dumb. But I was. Oh fine. God, yeah. Yeah, let's try one more time. You can kind of see it, but no, not really. You really can't. Whatever, man. Yeah, fire. Yeah, it's just it's how about I fucking kill you? How about that? I don't know. That is great. It's fucking hilarious. Oh. Wow. Um, all right, ladies and gents, everything else in between. Um, thanks for coming today. Um, we will be back next week, I'm sure of it. I think actually, sometimes, sometimes yeah. I say that and then I panic that I've just committed to something that I can't do. No, I think I'm, I'm here next week. Um, and hopefully we'll have more updates on this whole ABK situation on Starfield and we won't be deprived. Um, if you liked what you saw today, that's us. Or what you heard, um, do subscribe, do like the video, and we will see you later. Bye bye. I didn't know anything. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.